Yay Networks. Hey guys, it's Stephanie. I'm Trey. <laughs> this is your weekly dose of BS, and Brandy is not here today. Um, and I don't know if she'll be here next week either, to be completely honest. But I have you. You have me. <laughs> we're wearing the same color. If you watch us on YouTube, you'll notice that we're matching, and we didn't even plan this. We did not plan it. Absolutely oh, not. Absolutely not. Minds think like, you know what? We're gonna start this podcast with a praise report that really could only come from the Lord himself. Somehow, Kim's house has been saved. Well, I mean, I feel like I thought it would be very, 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 very strange if she lost it. Should they all make really? money. Her, She makes money. Those girls make money. Like, they all have the ability to make money. I just know about, like, what my, what I'm able to make, and I have, like, a fraction of what those girls have follower-wise, like, um, they were on TV you know, for 10 years. They were on TV for, t- I know how much I made being on TV for five years. They were on TV for so much longer than me that I just, it, they have to be able to come up with money. So yes. for those of you that did not listen last week or know what we're talking about, Kim's house, they bought for $880,000. They refinanced a few years later for like $2 million, and they defaulted $1.65 million of that $2 million. There was an initial foreclosure in October of last year. They saved it from that. That was like a $300,000 loan, um, a much smaller one. This one was the full $1.6 they defaulted on. Kim's and, sack. Yes, and yeah. somehow saved it. So the only thing that we've heard out of her um, is from her lawyer, and the lawyer just said the couple has taken action to clear this up. Now, you said you're not surprised that they saved it. I am. Now, what's shocking is that it went to foreclosure in the first place, not once, but twice. That's very weird. Um, But thank goodness they did. I mean, that would have, honestly, that would have made me really sad. I feel like I grew up in that house. No, and they have kids. But also... I don't think there's, I think a lot of times people think downsizing, it's a bad thing and it's like, it's going to look negatively on on them, but I don't think downsizing is a bad thing at all. I will tell you this much. When my kids are out of the house, you will see Travis and I immediately buy a, uh, like something in a high rise. I do not want to live in a big house with like no kids and they have a few kids that are already like leaving Mm -hmm. the nest. I think they just have their youngest ones now. So Maybe they should, I mean, I would rather live a very carefree life in a smaller home than a very stressed out life in a huge home. That's me. Um, And I also, I think when you're on a show like that, I will say whenever I was doing Housewives, I felt like I had to wear, not season one, season one, I wore like Lululemon. I literally thought, I was like, what would I wear my everyday life? Like I tried to do it like an actual reality, which is... Uh, you know, my Lululemon pants right and like cardigans and, you know, very, I like to be very, very comfortable unless I'm going somewhere special. Um, and then after, you know, a few seasons, especially when Erica Jane came on board, everyone kind of felt like mm-hmm. they had to up the game, right? Like everything had to be extravagant. You had to do your hair. I, I did my hair and makeup one time, season one. One time I had it professionally done. The rest I did myself. Um so I do know, and the audience expects that from you, right? Like if yeah. you're not that showy, like a really great lifestyle personality, then they're like, well, it doesn't feel like housewife's material. You mm-hmm. know, I've heard that about mm-hmm. a few people. So I do understand whenever you're in the Bravo, um, you know, in the world, bubble, yeah, in yeah. the bubble, that you do feel there is a really big pressure for you to dress very nicely dressed yes. like with, you know, expensive, nice things, do hair and makeup, 
live the lifestyle, throw crazy parties. But like, I can only speak for myself. But now I was telling Trey the other day, I don't really, I mean, I'll get online if I don't see something I love, I won't buy it. But I buy probably more modest things now because I'm not having to go to all these parties. I'm not having to dress up in a different theme every day. Um, and it's, there's a freedom with that. And I hope that she embraces that. She's not on TV. She has nothing to prove to anybody. Well, and I would agree with you, except for with her, because this has been Kim on TV, Kim off TV. Yeah. Like she is very over the top. Everything has to be expensive. Designer won't be worn twice. And uh, they kind of showed that when after this you know, whole foreclosure thing was cleared up. Then there were all these articles that came out about an American Express issue she had a few years ago that I guess has now been cleared up. They tried to, like, garnish her Bravo wages. Um, so Stephanie and I were talking about this on the trail the other day, and she was saying, you know, when you're on the show, you feel pressure to buy nice things, and you were saying, you know, now you only buy things that bring you joy. And she's like, you know what brings me joy is this Lululemon sweater. And this was $48, and it brings me more joy than a lot of things at Neiman Marcus right now. And yes. it's very true. <laughs> exactly. Like, I am – right now I am wearing – the. I don't even match. I will show you. If, like, watch our YouTube. I am wearing – these pink, really comfortable second, like they feel like second skin. They're from Lululemon pants. They do not match. But I said, you know what? People are only going to see me from the waist up. Um, so it doesn't matter, right? Yep. But I like to be comfortable and I feel like my cost per wear on the things that are comfortable Pennies. is so, like, so great. Pennies. Um, but then I have these, ham like some handbags. I have dresses, things that I will wear like once or twice. And when I do have to put them on, I'm like, oh, I don't want to wear this. It's so uncomfortable. I don't want to live like that anymore. Like, and you know, there are so many, I think people don't also get like with jeans, denim, things like that, like things you love, sweaters, spend the money on it. Even handbags you love, spend the money on it. But like dresses, there are now mm -hmm. so many places you can go and rent incredible, like even like really, really expensive designer dresses. And um, there's Janet Mandel and they have like every designer dress. I would say a lot of the housewives. Rent the Runway has yeah, great Yeah, Rent stuff. the Runway has, but there are so many places you can just rent something. Like why buy a gown mm -hmm. for thousands of dollars when you can rent one for like three to 400? Yep. I agree. Yes. You will not see Stephanie's eyes light up more than you will when she finds a brand new pair of Lululemon leggings in her own drawer that she's forgotten about. Yes. There yes. is just this, this magic Yes. That comes over her. There's this one pair of um, leggings that I have, and I wear them at least once a week. Like, I'm so excited when my housekeeper comes because I know I get to wear them twice a week. Um, <laughs> so I try to wear them Monday so I can also wear them Thursday because um, they're my favorite. And I do not know for the life of me who makes them because I've worn them so much that, like, the no. tag, like, oh. the, it was kind of written into the back of it. And, and it it's washed like off? washed completely washed off. I'm trying to find them. It's my biggest goal in life because they bring me so much happiness. My life will be so sad if I ever get a hole in these leggings. Oh my goodness. Okay. So I have a story to tell you about what? Travis. Okay. So he took my brother-in-law out for his 40th birthday. And um, this was last week. Okay. And um, to his golf course. And I guess, um, in his golf course, they have like these, not like huge ponds, but, like these little bodies of water that he called it a pond. So, you know, you, yeah. it's, you can't really jump over it, but it's not that much bigger. Uh, lengthwise, right? Like a creek? Not like, it's not like my creek. It's smaller. So whatever that would be, you guys who play golf know. Anyway, so there's this little body of water mm -hmm. um, and his ball's on the other side of it. So he wants to get around it. Well, instead of like trying to jump the whole thing, he sees what appeared to be a rock in the middle of it, right? So in his mind, he is going to jump on this rock and then, then hop again to the other side of this water to get his ball. 
So I guess um, it was not a rock. So my brother-in-law says he turns around. Travis is jumping in to the point to where the mud is up to his knees. Uh. He like falls in this creek in the middle of the golf thing. Um, Yes, it was very fun. He ruined his golf shoes, ruined his outfit. And I was just like, I wish I could have been there because I would have laughed and laughed my butt off. Whenever he told me about it, I was not like that wife because he hurt his arm too. Like he couldn't lift his shoulder or he couldn't lift his arm very um, far for a few days. And I did not feel sorry for him. I just thought it was so funny. Um, and I was so grateful that he did that to entertain me. You were so grateful. <laughs> I'm like, what I'm sure, I'm sure great... he is also so grateful that he could entertain you. I'm like, with what his a misfortune. great story. This episode is brought to you by Greenlight. So my youngest son, Cruz, uses Greenlight. For us, it has been a game changer with him, like, wanting to do household chores. I can do, like, a whole chore list, and then I can give him that money on his Greenlight card. And he feels like such a big man. It's so cute. I know we've talked about this before, but like in school, you don't learn financial literacy like no. you should. And you were telling me one of the great things about Greenlight is they have this app that comes with these financial literacy games mm-hmm. that help build your kids' money confidence through different videos, bite-sized challenges, and mini games. If you're like, what is it exactly? It's a debit card and money app made for families. It really does teach kids a lot about financial literacy. You can even teach them like, this is how you save money. This is the importance of saving money. Well, you're not the only one that sees the value in Greenlight. More than 6 million parents and kids use Greenlight light to learn how to make responsible financial choices. So stop putting off the money talk and start putting your kids on the right path. Sign up for Greenlight today and get your first month free at greenlight.com slash weekly dose. That's greenlight.com slash weekly dose to try Greenlight for free. Greenlight.com slash weekly dose. I have a little car update for you. Not like a full good one. I still got my insurance payout, but once I do, I'll give you like all my theories. But I heard from, well, I don't want to use her name, but we'll call her Idiot. <laughs> I heard from Idiot. Well, no, I not, well, I did hear from Idiot, and she sent me pictures of where she parked the car because I asked her, what, last week, 10 days ago, I said, hey, figure out what camera's in the area so we can get that footage. So Idiot sent me pictures of where she parked the car. Where did she park it? She parked it in the middle of a park. <laughs> in the middle of a park. That's right. She was this was she was definitely part of the plan. I don't know if I shared this, but the investigator went and figured out they like went to a Cadillac dealership and they were messing around with an Escalade trying to figure out how you can lock the car uh-huh. and keep the keys in it. The only way you can do that is if you leave the windows down. Did she leave the windows down? Well, we're assuming idiot did that. <laughs> but what we do know, this is this whole investigator thing is like really fascinating to me. And I keep asking them to like put me on the job and like, you know, let me on the team. They keep telling me not to hog the line because they have other things to do. But I'm like, let me in. Um, they did tell me that they have this technology that anytime like a police officer passes you or a tow truck or you go through um, a stoplight, it reads your license plate and pulls up in this big database. Uh-huh. And my car has not shown up in that database. So we do not think it's in Mexico. We do think it's in pieces. Well, congratulations on that. You know what's so crazy is I did not realize that they could, you said about how you get updates on like how Mm -hmm. they can check when your car was turned off or on and if you were in it or whatever. I did not realize that, well, unless, except for that, whenever you said that, until the Murdoch trial, because (gasps) they have so much stuff on that man. And a lot of it is 
things based on his car, like stuff yeah. that he has like internally in the car. Like the car could tell when when he was in it, how long mm-hmm. he was in it, when he shut the door, when he opened the door, when yep. how long he was there for. I, I need to figure out if my car can do that because I will tell you this much. If I ever commit a crime, which is not going to happen, I am gonna, I'm going to have to Uber or something. I need you to... <laughs> Yeah, okay, so I watched the Netflix documentary, and it was very interesting. I did not realize. I remember hearing about the boating accident, and there was this huge uproar because this privileged kid got away with literally murder. Um, And then I remember hearing about the dad trying to kill himself for the life insurance thing. I did not realize those were connected, nor did I realize they killed other people. Like, not saying they're serial killers, but, like, as a family, there was a series of murders does that make them serial killers? Um, kind of a little I bit. I mean, they make, it makes them allegedly. Crazy. Yes, allegedly. Um, um, I listened to his testimony. Uh huh. I mean, he's a good lawyer. Yeah, he's good. No, he's trying to. I I kind of saw a little bit of it on TikTok, but he's smart in that he kind of tells like the where the holes are. He'll try to fill them in with things while he's doing his testimony before they yeah. even have to ask him. However, what I gathered from this, I mean, I swear you guys just should go on TikTok. You will find out everything in the world. Mm-hmm. What I've gathered on this one uh, thing that I saw on TikTok is everything that he was saying is not really adding up because when he said he left, it has time dates. It has when the doors are opening and well, closing. Well, the Sun and Snapchat when was, video. Yes, with that mm-hmm. too. I mean, he's 100% guilty. I know innocent until proven guilty, but I mean, I allegedly he's guilty so we don't get sued. But yes, he is Yes. So what was his motive, though, behind killing his wife and son? Was it to save his son from all of what was to come? But why did he kill his wife? I don't understand that. Well, what are your I thoughts? Think, I think in the um, documentary, if I'm not mistaken, his wife started figuring out that he was um, taking money from the company. I think there was a lot of financial oh. things. He was doing a lot of things that were wrong. And I think she was going to leave him um, was what people were saying. So I think he... Um, killed his son because he did. He knew that his son was going to go to trial, probably lose, and he didn't want to lose everything that they had. He had worked for and stolen pretty much. And then I think his wife either was wrong place, wrong time, or that he knew she was going to divorce him and she he, she knew too much about him. And I have no idea because I'm not crazy, and I would never for the life of me ever kill anybody, especially my family. Um, but that's my thing. But also maybe... He hired somebody. I. It's so weird. There's, so it's just so weird. I found a very interesting TikTok. Someone like made a 3D visual of how he shot them. Yes, and the and kid was first. The kid was first, and then mom comes running, and he goes running towards her. And so they were kind of saying like she wouldn't run towards him unless that she knew who that was. Like you wouldn't run towards the gunshot. I mean, as a mom, if say that was Cruz or Chance, I would 100% run towards if I if I my, knew my kid yeah. was well, there. The, the way was, that they were placed, yeah. though, it was like she saw her husband and ran to him, yeah. and that's when he then turned on her. Very interesting. Yeah, it's very it's super fascinating. I am I love any like murder related stuff. I don't know why. It's I just find it so fascinating. Um, just that there are people out there how they try to get away with things. And the fact that I think now we live in a world where there's so much video cameras, Mm -hmm. so much um, that you can tell even by, you know, your car. I think it's really hard for people to get away with things. You know, I I know there's some sort of something where, like, the government can't, like, go to Apple to have them 
kind of give you all the 411, but like your iPhone could spill a lot of tea about you. Yes. Like well, I mean, they, a lot. Yeah. I mean, they can take their phone and do like a forensic. Yeah. But like, deep I want like dive. location, I want audio recordings on all of it. But did you see who was in the, or not the audience, but the audience when he was doing his testimony? His sister. Nope. Who? Better. Nancy Grace. Oh, I love Nancy. I know some people don't love her. I love Nancy Grace. Travis always says if he ever gets in trouble, he does not want Nancy Grace after him because she just will not stop. Like, she, she just keeps going. She was there. She looked a little bored. And I will say I, way more than a book from any housewife or Andy doing a one-on-one with Jen Shaw, I want a one-on-one with Buster Murdoch. I oh. want to know what he knows. That's a book I would read. <laughs> like he knows some stuff. Well, I mean, you kind of, I, if he was not like in the know of anything and he was like kind of the innocent one of the family, you kind of have to feel bad for him because he like, yeah, I just don't think he's look at all that one. stuff that happened. I don't, I do not know. I've not really deep dived into him that much, but it's just really, it's, it's just really sad and it's oh, it is. insane. I think you have to be a very horrible person to kill anybody, but especially a family member. I do not understand it at all. Oh, my gosh. Wait, speaking of murders, <laughs> I saw this story on TMZ the other day. Okay, there is a girl. Her name was Taylor Shabusiness. I think that's how you say it. <laughs> oh, my God. And she, what I saw on TMZ was this video of her attacking her lawyer in court after he, like, got her more time or something before a trial. She attacked her lawyer, like, jumped on him. So then I went to go, like, research this girl. This girl was having sexual relations with her boyfriend. And then she chopped off his head. Well, she strangled him. Then she cut off his head and his wiener, put them in a bucket. That's disgusting. And the guy's mom found his head in the bucket. And that's going to be a Netflix series that we are going to watch next. Okay, can't wait. I can't wait. We are so demented. This episode is brought to you by Greenlight. So my youngest son, Cruz, uses Greenlight. For us, it has been a game changer with him, like, wanting to do household chores. I can do, like, a whole chore list, and then I can give him that money on his Greenlight card. And he feels like such a big man. It's so cute. I know we've talked about this before, but, like, in school, you don't learn financial literacy like you should. And you were telling me one of the great things about Greenlight is they have this app that comes with these financial literacy games Mm -hmm. that help build your kids' money confidence through different videos, bite-sized challenges, and mini games. If you're like, what is it exactly? It's a debit card and money app made for families. It really does teach kids a lot about financial literacy. You can even teach them, like, this is how you save money. This is the importance of saving money. Well, you're not the only one that sees the value in Greenlight. More than 6 million parents and kids use Greenlight to learn how to make responsible financial choices. So stop putting off the money talk and start putting your kids on the right path. Sign up for Greenlight today and get your first month free at greenlight.com slash weekly dose. That's greenlight.com slash weekly dose to try Greenlight for free. Greenlight.com slash weekly dose. Okay, so I saw this thing, and I had to save it for you. I shared it with Travis. He thought it was funny, so I'm like, it is funny. I know it is. Um, And it is uh, uh, from America's Got Talent, and this is the um, – I'll tell the backstory. There's five guys. They all meet at, like, this choir camp or whatever, and when they were young, and they make a pact that they are going to form the first gay um, boy band. Okay. Five people. So anyways, past to now, 
they have formed the um, what they call the world's gayest boy band, oh, and okay. um, they write their own songs. And they auditioned, and it was so funny. And I have to play it for you because the song is so good. Oh, I can't wait. Girl, we've been talking a lot, but sometimes <laughs> you gotta listen. <laughs> turn the lights out. Or stash my face fine. I can paint your toenails in the hot tub. And you can paint mine. Remember the time that we hung at the mall until all of the stores closed? Ever wonder why I'm allowed to hang out in your room with the door closed? <laughs> so much of you and I was like I <laughs> wonder <you>. if <laughs> have you ever had a girl like when you were younger mm-hmm. who like asked you out or had a crush on you that you were really good friends with because mm-hmm. you said you hung out with like mostly girls when you were younger yeah. right and then they had to break the news too or how, how did you well, deal with that I got myself in trouble I was in third or fourth grade and this girl told me she liked me she passed me a note and it said I like you and this was like a Friday afternoon and I went home and my cousin had like just come into town and like my mom's side of the family was there for something. And I said, Hey, I need to borrow your phone. And I got my school directory and I looked at this girl and I was so stressed. I was like, she likes me. I don't like her. I need to let her know. (laughs) So I called her from my cousin's phone who lived out of state. And it just so happened. It was her home, the girl's home number. I called and I said, is so-and-so there? And they said yes, and she answered the phone, and I just said, I don't like you, and hung up. Oh, my gosh. How old were you? Then, whatever third or fourth grade is. You were worried about hurting her feelings, so you called her just to— Well, so then (laughs) they called back because a random out-of-state number called us for the daughter and just said, I don't like you, and hung up. So they were worried that someone was trying to kill her daughter. (laughs) And I told my cousin, like, turn your phone off for the weekend. They ended up, like, tracking her—my cousin's dad down, and it was a whole mess. But I was like, that's why girls are trouble. (laughs) So, yeah, that was my only real run-in with a, a girl. But you never, like, dated one? You never... Um, I did date a girl. Her name was Abby Beardsley in sixth grade because I liked her Louis Vuitton bag. Oh, that's so romantic, Trey. Yeah. <laughs> and then she stopped carrying it and we broke up. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Did you guys kiss or just... No. Oh, no. gosh, no. We just okay. carried her bag together. <laughs> You're like, I'll take that. Yep. <laughs> True story. 
This episode is brought to you by Greenlight. So my youngest son, Cruz, uses Greenlight. For us, it has been a game changer with him, like, wanting to do household chores. I can do, like, a whole chore list, and then I can give him that money on his Greenlight card. And he feels like such a big man. It's so cute. I know we've talked about this before, but like in school, you don't learn financial literacy like you should. And you were telling me one of the great things about Greenlight is they have this app that comes with these financial literacy games Mm -hmm. that help build your kids' money confidence through different videos, bite-sized challenges, and mini games. If you're like, what is it exactly? It's a debit card and money app made for families. It really does teach kids a lot about financial literacy. You can even teach them like, this is how you save money. This is the importance of saving money. Well, you're the only one that sees the value in Greenlight. More than 6 million parents and kids use Greenlight to learn how to make responsible financial choices. So stop putting off the money talk and start putting your kids on the right path. Sign up for Greenlight today and get your first month free at greenlight.com slash weekly dose. That's greenlight.com slash weekly dose to try Greenlight for free. Greenlight.com slash weekly dose. Okay, big question. What side are you on? Oh, Haley Selena. Selena. I knew it. You knew yeah, I was going Selena. with that. Selena, 100%. Okay, you're much more into this story than I am. Fill the people in that okay, are not so aware. there is this thing online. I even got asked this. I did a Q&A <laughs> the other day, and people were like, Haley or Selena? I'm like, obviously Selena. So there's this thing with, like, Haley Bieber and Selena Gomez. This where is all on TikTok, by the all way. On, you can do a deep dive. Just, like, yeah. literally do hashtag Selena Gomez or Haley Bieber on TikTok and it, TikTok and it will all yeah, pop if you up. Ever and want you us to cite our source, it's TikTok. It's always, always like they give all. It's, they're like the best news source. Okay, so people go like deep dive into things. I would never like. I just kind of live my life and mm-hmm. do whatever. So I guess it kind of started um, with on this big thing right now. Um, with um, hold on one second. Selena Is the eyebrows? Nope, nope. That's the second thing. That's the second thing. Oh my gosh. It started with Selena going on vacation to the Maldives or somewhere fabulous. And while she was on vacation, she took all of these pictures like of her in a swimsuit, like um, at her place, but kind of like showing her body, right? Mm-hmm. So I guess in the comment section, people were body shaming her. I think she looks amazing, um, but I guess people thought that she had gained weight and were body shaming her. Well, well then, she also has lupus, so her yes, weight Yes, so fluctuates. her weight does fluctuate, yes. Um, so I guess Haley Bieber and I think it was Kendall Jenner. Kylie Jenner. Was it Kylie or Kendall? Mm-hmm. Okay, Kylie. The next one's Kendall. Kylie Jenner um, did some like little TikTok trend where they were – People thought they were kind of going after her the next, the same day saying, I'm not saying she deserves it, but I'm saying God's timing's always right. And yes. then everyone kind of went after them, like, how dare you mm-hmm. be mean to Selena? Well, then fast forward, um, I guess the other day, Selena was doing a live where um, she said she accidentally over laminated her brows and showed people her brows. And then the girls got on their Instagram story and were like doing close ups of their eyebrows. Mm-hmm. Um so it's just kind of like a little bullying thing that well, I guess so has been going on. And yes. people are like, if it's this obvious to Instagram and TikTok, people right. on TikTok, like what is it really like for being her? her? Yeah, being her. Well, and so since then, people started diving further into Hailey Bieber and finding other just like things she said where she's 
kind of mocking similar statements that Selena's made in interviews, and there's a there's a lot. Yeah, and it's, it's like a, a too much to where you can't really get away from it. Yeah, um, but almost like super fanish. Like it's not yes, even like, a little like obsessive. It's super obsessive. Like um, Selena will say something in an interview, like I just want people to know my heart, and then kind of Haley will regurgitate the same exact thing she said in an but interview. But she also would like buy the same clothes. Buy the, yeah, buy the same clothes. They got the same tattoo. Yeah, t- uh, Selena has a J tattooed right behind her ear. Um, Haley did the same thing. Like, it's very strange. So there's a lot of things that she does kind of that look like it's copying mm-hmm. Selena. So anyways, you have to do a deep dive. It is very fascinating. Um, but 100% I'm on anybody's side who I feel like is getting bullied. And it kind of stinks because I the Jenner girls, I think they both were kind of in on it. Well, so, I mean, all these girls grew up together. Yes. So, but kind of with... That Kylie used to be the most followed person on Instagram. Yes, and Selena just passed her. By 10 million followers. Also, Selena has this makeup line, Rare Beauty, that she's promotes on her TikTok, and you've used it and said it's amazing. It's honestly, it is probably my most favorite makeup line right now. I used it. I kept hearing people talk about it. Their products are, the Melting Blush is amazing. Their products are so, so, so good. I cannot say enough good things about them. So she has... I think a lot of celebrities will go in and they'll kind of throw their name on just mm-hmm. anything to make a dollar. And I will say her makeup products are unique. They're like, they're unlike anything else I've used. Um, and they, What's the price range? Um, they're very affordable. I think the Melting Blush is like 22 bucks. Where would you compare it compared to like some of your more expensive makeup? I like it better than most my expensive really? makeup. Yes. I have, I've spent some money on blush and... Um, like her contour sticks, I like better than the Charlotte Tilbury, which I was a huge fan of. <clears throat> Sorry, I can't talk. I was a huge fan of. So if you have not tried your Rare Beauty, we are not getting paid for this. They're amazing. Interesting. Yes. You know, she's from around here. She's from Colleyville. Well, that's another reason we like her. That's another reason but, we like her. But also all those girls grew up very, very privileged. And she yeah. grew up like really Working. struggling and she grew up paying all the bills for her family. Mm-hmm. And I think that's a lot of pressure on someone. And it's very, very rare to be a child star at such a young age and to be so well-rounded. And she, I think definitely is. I will say she's very impressive. I mean, she's a producer. She's an actor, she's a singer, obviously an entrepreneur, mm-hmm. but yeah. Well, good luck, Jenner girls <laughs> getting out of this one. <laughs> but if you get on any of their um, accounts, like yeah, uh, they, all their all their comments are like about Selena, like about how mm-hmm. they should go try. It's, it's it's kind of funny if what appears to be happening is happening that people kind of are taking up for her and sticking up for her. And if nothing else, maybe it'll shut it down. There you go. Thank you guys so much for listening and supporting. You can follow me at Steph Holman on Instagram, Facebook, and TikTok. You can follow me at Trey underscore Stewart, and you can follow our podcast on Instagram at BS the Podcast and on YouTube Weekly Dose of BS. Bye. Bye. Bye.